0: What's up everybody welcome to another episode my guest today is a man that started a cleaning business as a lone wolf working 12 to 14 hour days hustling and is now running blue commercial cleaning please welcome Saul Marchand you're listening to the Chicago hustle a podcast that highlights the struggles successes and overall journey of Chicagoans pursuing their passion my name is Edward Terrace and I'm a Chicago real estate broker that focuses on understanding the rental and sales market to facilitate the sale of property, along with providing my clients a roadmap to one of the biggest necessities of life, a place to call home. And I'm sitting down with our neighbors to learn about their process, the lessons they've learned, and how they're making an impact. Okay, and we're live. Thanks for being on the show, man.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. When I, for what people maybe some people don't know is that uh, on my Instagram at the Chicago hustle, people can fill out a a link to be on the show. And I always ask people to fill it out because it gives me a better idea about who you guys are, what your passion is. And when I read through your response, I was like, man, this guy's passionate. Like this guy loves what he does. Got to man. You got to have
1: some energy, right? Uh, If they say, uh, you know, if you work at it and you love what you do, it's not really called a job anymore, right? It's a lifestyle. It's a passion that I have. Cleaning especially, just because that's, that comes from a family background for past 30 years. My immediate family has been in the cleaning industry. And so I'm just trying to take it up to another level and uh, bring a little bit more excitement, right? A little bit more enthusiasm, a little more passion now in this industry. A lot, a lot more fun, as a matter of fact. And uh, just making it, yeah, just making it work and uh, making an impact, not only within you know, our team, but also the community. So,
0: well, a lot more fun. I, uh, your Instagram is like popping that like you work on that thing, man. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's a team effort, but I
1: got it. I got to give props to our, our marketing, uh, guru, uh diamond O'Connor who's doing a phenomenal job and, uh, really showing, uh, you know what we're doing as a company. Uh, but also, uh, bringing again, the fun aspect to it. Right. And, uh, bringing some knowledge, Also, we want to be looked at as a uh, you know industry leader, influencer, so a shoulder to lean on. uh, In case other companies, you know, our peers or even our clients have any questions, they can always utilize us um, as a consultant. Because at the end of the day, we're all here to help each other out. But uh, yeah, but she's she's blowing it out of the water, and uh, you know we couldn't be any happier.
0: Yeah, because when I was you know reading about you know the first entry you sent me, it didn't seem. I mean, you literally want the best for everybody whether it's another cleaning company that needs health advice on, on anything that you're already doing I, I wouldn't even doubt if it was somebody already in your market it doesn't seem like you'd care you'd want to help them out
1: you know absolutely I think um, we're all here to play as a team especially in our industry and that's to help each other out right um, are we all competitors at some point absolutely uh, but at the same time it's great to see everybody succeed and so you know when we started six years ago, I needed a helping hand, right? I needed a shoulder to lean on. Unfortunately, at that time, uh, there weren't many companies really that you could talk to just because maybe they didn't want to give out, you know, the secret sauce or any of the magic. Uh, But you know, we all have access pretty much to all the vendors, right? We have all the products, it's just, know who's going to be innovative who's going to bring a little change to the game right whether it's you know with our staff or whether it's with the client or whether it's through technology whether it could be any facet right but at the end of the day we all need some help and uh blue commercial cleaning really takes that role Uh, we're real free and open and ask us any questions because we've been through the grind and uh you know we've we've seen the, the the roller coaster rides the last five years and uh we just want to make sure that everybody knows that we're relatable um, and that we've gone through those problems and we're here to help.
0: Yeah. And I was speaking to, uh, another agent yesterday. So I'm, I'm in the real estate business and, uh, somebody came to me with their client and, uh, they, they need some information and, uh, I, could, I definitely could have been a part of the process, but, uh, any, he, any he thanks me for sending him some information. And I just told him, I was like, I cannot service everybody. I was like, it's impossible for me to do, to work with everybody. So like, no problem at all, man. So that's pretty cool to see. And speaking of the grind uh, on your entry, you first told me that you started in the, how, how long ago did you start in the business?
1: So I started, I started blue six years ago when I fully, uh, took the plunge, you know, from corporate America. Um, you know, that was actually a great training ground for me. I uh, worked with a couple of fortune 500 companies that really taught me how to really, uh, you know, be that, uh, consultant, right. And, and be a value to the client, uh, along with all the other stuff that comes with business. So, uh, six years ago, yeah, I took the plunge in 2013. So, uh, we just, we actually, it was our birthday, uh, last month. So, uh, oh, congrats. Yeah, thank you. We're still here and we're still grinding. We're still pushing and, uh, you know, we'll continue to to continue to move forward,
0: man. I mean, from being what you'd say is a, a lone wolf dealing with the grind. What, what was that transition like from doing it yourself right for you, about five years, you were doing it by yourself?
1: yeah well it's, it was by myself uh, at the top. I mean we have some managers um, so they always say you know what we'll gets you to a certain level it won't get you to the next level, especially when you're trying to scale, right when you're trying to grow. So what we did is we we uh, brought in management uh, to help assist you know obviously uh, with our core foundation, uh, as they say you don't want to go too top heavy because the thing will crumble, right? Um, So we need to bring in, you know, some HR recruiting assistance. Obviously we brought in our marketing person. Um, We're also uh, utilizing accounting now as far as like more forecasting, right? More, more legit numbers that we can look at and see uh, where we need to pivot or change our our model. And uh, you know, just management overall with two different divisions um, to help uh, support that staff with training communication And just more importantly, bringing ideas and creative ideas to our company because we're very open. We always stress the fact that, you know, this is a lifestyle. This isn't your regular eight to five job. Uh, We are a startup. This is a uh, entrepreneurship type role model that it's basically uh, a school uh, for everybody that's here because we're all learning as we go. We all complement each other. Uh, We hold each other accountable. Uh, Core values obviously are huge for us here. And uh, we just continue, continue, continue to improve. So um, it's been quite the shift, but in order for us to scale and grow, you definitely have to put in the right people in place, talented people, obviously, and then help you get to that next level.
0: Yeah. I love how you said that because any business that you're in, if you're going to be scaling or growing it or trying to serve more clients, you have to have your house in order. I mean, from the administration to scheduling, to your marketing because if you're going to bring on a team to help you service more people, you've essentially got to have your shit together before you bring in somebody else because if you don't have any more people to service, then you're still at that previous level.
1: Yeah, you know, and and just to kind of touch on that as well is that, you know, know, going back on the whole uh, what got you here won't get you to the next level, right? Um, It really is important to stress that when you do bring in – Different management and different people in place, right, to help you lead the company to that next level. It does create some disruption within the company, right, because there wasn't set processes and systems in place, right, in order for us to keep growing and and really making our jobs more productive. Because uh, we get busy, uh, but busy and and product and being productive is very different. Uh, so we took that to, to, uh, to a whole different level now where, you know, we did have some casualties, uh, you know, just just because there are changes where people are not willing to adapt, but it's necessary in order for us to grow. So that's a very important aspect. I think a lot of companies uh, worry about it, but um, it's a necessity. You're going to get some casualties. People are going to not like to change, but it's always going to be for the better and always just kind of stick, stick to your decisions, keep moving forward.
0: And talking about change, I mean, you talked about the difficulties with staffing and how you've changed your process about six times now. So, I mean, that's definitely a part of it, right? It is.
1: And it's going to continue to change, you know, because it's, you know, getting up in revenue, whether it's a million, three million, five million, seven million, you're just going to have, you know, uh, different models possibly that you're going to have to change or have to adapt to. Um, and the processes always keep changing just because we keep innovating our clients. When you listen to our clients, they help you innovate. So sometimes we got to pivot or shift a little bit, but we're also within our staff, right? Maybe there's a new cleaning technique that we need to take on. Maybe there's, you know, other areas that we should get into. So there's always, you know, shift and change. Uh, but we try to, you know, we definitely keep it tight where, um, we want to be very effective and efficient and don't want to spread too, too, too far out there where we spread ourselves thin. So. Um, you know, it's all part of the process. It's like they say, embrace the journey, have fun with it, um, and good things will come. So that's, that's, that's what we're here for, uh, to assist, to have fun, and make sure that everybody has an opportunity to grow with us.
0: And when you were in the corporate world, I remember you kind of talked a lot about how you're wanting to change stuff in the industry. What, what did you see in the corporate world to starting your own business that you're like, okay, I'm going to do this differently?
1: Well, I think, you know, I think you have, you have, and I think it's happening all over the place, right? Where now it's all about culture, right? Sometimes in in a corporate aspect, uh, there might be some, it's what they call it, maybe too corporate, uh, where there's just too much, too much systems, too much, too many processes where we kind of lose the human element uh, to the business. And so what we try to do here is, um, especially for us, it's a little bit difficult because you got to keep in mind, as a cleaning company, we've got clients everywhere, right? So not everybody comes to one facility. So we've embraced technology uh, to help assist with that communication aspect so we can keep that human element, uh, which is very important to us, uh, just because at the end of the day, there, you know people want to know what's going on, right? People want to know where we're going. you want to know how much you know, uh, in revenue, are we bringing, we want to be as transparent as possible, because everybody is part of the team, right? Uh, Not to say that corporate doesn't do that. But sometimes it's hard when you're dealing with, you know, 500,000 employees or uh, 350, right, or 100,000. And I know that's very difficult. But uh, one thing that I want to do is just change the fact that uh, we want to be a little bit more tight with our people. And uh, and ensuring that we're listening to them, because uh, at the end of the day, you know, without our staff, without our people, you know, it's like the reverse pyramid, right? I mean, you've got the president and you've got the managers. But we like to call it the reverse pyramid where, you know, those guys on the front lines are, are very important to us, very near and dear to our hearts. So we want to make sure um, we keep that communication line open and listen to whether it's, you know, their ideas they can bring to the table or also any issues, right? Um, that's huge for us. So we can consistently keep moving forward and, um, and plugging in any issues or, you know, filling in gaps, um, you know, as we continue to grow.
0: Yeah. And it's just the, I, I could see the appreciation and like the work ethic that you put in on the front lines with your company, because it, when I first spoke to you, I gave you a call and we were trying to schedule this, you know, we we're trying to go back and forth with each other. And, uh, I could, I could almost hear like the, like you needed a moment to take a breath cause you yeah. were, you were hustling in the moment. And I was like, oh man, he's he's getting it after he's getting it after it. It's not like he's uh an, an owner of a company where he's kind of sitting on the side, like he is in it. And it reminded me of a moment when when I was in college, I used to be uh like I was a cook, I was uh like a prep cook, I would wash dishes, and I was washing dishes, and basically you could say the owner, the people who the person who runs the place, we're running behind. And yeah. in that moment, like he said to me, he's like, If it starts running behind, you come and grab me from my office and let, let me know what's going on. And in that moment, I was like, Oh, we're falling behind. I'm only one guy on the dishwasher. And I run in there. I was like, Hey, we're running behind. And he's like, Okay. He grabs his apron and he starts washing the dishes right next to me. You know what I mean? The guy <laughs> is getting paid five times as much as myself. And uh, it was, you know, seeing that in a business or a company is awesome.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's huge. You know, and I always tell, uh, and it's huge because. Um, as owners or as leaders, um, you know we wouldn't put people in positions we haven't been in, right? So, you know, when I first started, I mean, it was a grind. I mean, you're talking twelve, fourteen, sixteen-hour days for about two and a half years, um, and then once that happened, it was giving it gives you the opportunity to to delegate, right? More opportunities for other people to come in and basically take on that management role to assist, so that you know us as CEOs or owners of the business, you know, we have a responsibility here. We have a responsibility for us, you know, for all our staff and our management to give them that opportunity, put them in place to succeed, and make sure we give them the resources and the tools so they can continue to keep moving forward. Um, so working in it is great. Don't get me wrong. Working on it is just as important, if not more important. Um, and this year was, was totally a, uh, a year that we had to shift uh, that mentality to ensure that you know we keep moving, as I kept saying, like scaling, um, and really making an impact out there, you know, because um, it's really easy to be involved and keep you know stay inside the business, um, but we tend to forget about the bigger picture, right? And that's kind of where you know a lot of us, uh, that mid-sized level, um, it, it, sometimes it's hard to get to that next level just because we get caught up too much on the inside. But let me tell you, man, uh, that experience for you know the two and a half, three years that I was doing it grunt day after day, day after day, uh, really uh, showed a lot of grit, you know. And I think that's what we, that's one of our core values here is grit as a small company, especially a cleaning company, uh, where an industry does need a, a, a change in, in excitement, right? And that it's, it's a great job to have, great opportunities, is that um, there's so many of us out here that everybody tends to think we're a dime a dozen, you know? So, you know, our job, my job, especially as a CEO owner, including our managers, is to create, you know, obviously a, an environment, a, a fun culture, culture that people want to be a part of it's a lifestyle and uh like i tell everybody is that you know we're not only here to clean we're not only here to make you know um the cleaning industry better but we're also here to make them better as individuals right um make sure that they're you're they're taking advantage of the entire day making sure they dominate the day and that they're not cutting corners uh to ensure that obviously they succeed you know uh next three to five years with us
0: yeah what i'm wondering is when you were kind of starting on your own what, what did that kind of look like from getting clients to starting your own business to where you had a steady stream of people to, to work with?
1: Oh man, we need about two days for this one. Ed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. But,
1: well, yeah. But, uh, no, that's a great question. I, you know, it was just, it's always about Coke, you know, for me, uh, getting the clients and getting the business going, it was just, it was just sheer hard work, right? There, there's no substitute for hard work. Um, but I also had to work smart, um, so I, I didn't want to bring on just every client on board. But we also had to put our work in, knocking on doors, you know, cold calling. I know people say, "Hey, well, cold calling is dead." Cold calling is not dead. No. cold calling is still effective. You know, if it's calculated and you're targeting the right market, right? Um, because it does help you build character. It helps you have that confidence when you have conversations with individuals. So I'll be the first one to say, cold calling is not dead. Let me just plug that in. Um, but you know, as I continue to build, um, you know, uh, we are, You know, I had set goals, right? I had set goals that, hey, within two years, I wanna have X amount of clients. I wanna bring in X amount of revenue. And by this time in, in another year, I should have, you know, our office so that way we can obviously have these meetings and and uh, these these think tank creative ideas that we, we should have and, and make sure that the company's growing. Um, but, you know, it's been a process throughout just learning, you know, reading books, reading articles. Um, you know at the end of the day entrepreneurship for me was just i thought it was going to be easy right hey let's go sell let's bring in business whatever whatever's the bottom line is the bottom line right but you know you start thinking about retained earnings and balance sheets and and you start you know now talking about marketing and seo and i'm just like wait wait, 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 wait you know where is this going so you know from start to finish you know we've created a a system basically to bring in the clients that we're looking at that we actually would be a, a good fit um, bring in resources, you know, offices, fans, equipment. And then we started plugging in the uh, surrounding management with marketing and accounting and all that good stuff. So now that's where we're now figure things out more so we can keep growing and moving forward,
0: man. So do you guys still cold call
1: all day? and All, all day right. And, all right. Day, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, I, when I, my first job, uh, one of my first jobs out of college was doing cold calling over the phone. Dialing for as they said it right. And, uh, but I, you know, I learned so much. It was so much rejection, right. Um, because nobody knows you, right. You're on the other line. I'm calling North Carolina. I'm calling California. I'm calling New York. I'm calling C level executives. Right. And, and, and obviously trying to sell a product, um, that would be beneficial to them, right. Create value for them. Um, that was the toughest gig, but I'll tell you what it created character. It created, um, drive, you know, it created confidence, um, and that's what I tell my team, uh, you know, you can read all you want about cold calling, you know, it's all about leads and, you know, uh, you know, CRMs and all that good stuff, but, but you still have to get out there and, and uh, put a face right to the company. And, um, like I tell them, it's a training, it's a training seminar. Cold calling has been around forever. And, uh, for us at blue, we really take that to heart because that's where I came from. I love it. I enjoy it. And a lot of the guys too, uh, they do as well. So uh, yeah, we definitely take care of business.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, you can have all the systems in the world, the follow-up systems, your CRMs, but at the end of the day, you just have to dial the phone numbers and uh, there's there's literally no way around it.
1: <laughs> well, there isn't. And there isn't. I think, uh, and I think a lot of people are pushing that cold calling is it. I get it. You know, I mean... Are they making it easier for us? Absolutely, but I think to a fault as well because it's making us lazier. Um, I just feel like we're going to get comfortable, and so the one thing we push here is we 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 can't be comfortable. The minute you're comfortable here is a minute we're going to start losing, and uh, that's just a big no-no for us. And uh, so that's why cold calling has always been, you know, a, an area for us to be proactive in, and, and we'll continue to do it.
0: Yeah, and and from from cold calling to starting up in your garage with your van and all your, uh, equipment, I'm sure. Uh, I-, I loved when I read that about it. You're like, I, you know, I had all this, these chemicals in the garage and my wife was you know, probably not super pumped about everything I had going on. Um, but how awesome is it to have people in your life that are like, well, it's a little inconvenient, but you know, it's kind of what we have to do.
1: Hey, you know, I mean, it's funny because everybody thinks entrepreneurship having a, a company is, is, pretty easy. You know, I, I, not that it's easy, but I think a lot of people have a, a misconception about, you know, what being an entrepreneur and being an owner is uh, including myself in the beginning. So, um, but you know, when you talk about these stories now about, you know, six years ago and how we had a garage and we were right, you know, it was a, it was a two door car. I'm not even lying. I, I had a two door, two door car stick shift that I had to learn how to drive in order for me to transport chemicals uh, in my supplies. Um, you know, the garage wasn't heated. So guess what? Some of the chemicals, some of the soaps were frozen. So I had to let it defrost for about a good 30 to 40 minutes. Um, you know, when you look back on it, man, that's why, you know, when you think times are hard and times are tough, man, you kind of look back on that and be like, no, it was actually tougher back then (laughs) because it was just you, it was just you and maybe two other people in the beginning. And, um, that's all you really had. Right. Uh, it was sink or swim at that point. Um, inconvenience, convenience. I mean, uh, you know, the wife obviously is very supportive, so I can be very appreciative of that because I think someone else might've just said, Hey, you know what? (laughs) Cleaning and and you're taking them all in your two door car. And, um, but I appreciate the experience. It's, it's, it's a humbling experience and, uh, never take anything for granted. Um, and just don't quit. That's, that's kind of our mantra here.
0: Yeah. And and after that point from, Starting there to probably get in the office and multiple vehicles, did you have kind of like a first partner that kind of started on this venture with you through the business or?
1: No, so basically, you know, I started, I started the business all on my own, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but I did bring in a first, uh, you know, cousin of mine, a few cousins actually who helped start, uh, you know, saw the vision and uh you know decided like well let's give it a shot i mean i can still remember the day when i called you know both of them actually one of them i called him and i said hey man i go i go you got to come on board he's like oh man you got to be kidding me i said no 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 you're coming on board i said give me your number so meaning like how much you're getting paid what's your salary and he's like uh yeah you know what here's the number i'm like okay i'll give you a call in a month or a few weeks but i'm gonna call you so when that time that time came i called him up i said hey I got your number, man, put in your two-week notice. I think he was stunned. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, he was stunned. He's like, wait, what? So, you know, he put in his notice. He's on board, and he's been with me, You know, obviously. Uh, uh, actually, both of them have been with me uh, since it's been about four-plus years, five years now. Um, but, you know, it's it's um, it, it's just it's crazy how things, you know, end up the way they do. You know, these guys always talk about, man, we should probably, uh, you know, do an indie indie film or something just to see, you know, just to kind of show how – uh, the company grew to this point. So, um, but that was, you know, that was huge uh, as far as them coming on board and, and creating obviously uh, the support that I needed at that time. Cause it was a lot of grind, you know, we we're getting clients. It was more, a lot of cleaning. We didn't really have a lot of systems or processes in place. Um, again, we were new to the game, but uh, you know, that's how you learn. You learn, you read and you learn from your peers. You know, you learn from other companies, not only in the cleaning business, but you know, in different areas of, of or different industries for that. That sake, so, um, but yeah, those guys were, you know, obviously uh, big ones that assisted me uh, so far.
0: Was it uh, was it lonely for you at the beginning? It's always lonely, Ed. <laughs> 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 no, no it, 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 you know it.
1: It you know what it it is. You know because um you know, um, you know it, it was it was a tough it was a tough year in 2013. You know, uh, you know I had a few things going on. You know, new business coming on board. Uh, you know, a lot of risk. Uh, I had just gotten married, uh, basically, you know, fairly uh, newlyweds. And then, you know, my brother passed away that year who actually was going to be part of the, uh, the bigger picture. Um, so, uh, that year, you know, and that following year were, were very tough years. Um, you know, they, they do feel lonely. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we still push, we still grind, um, you know, with the support staff that we had here, with the company and then family as well. Um, uh, was very huge because it's easy to throw in the towel it's easy to throw in the towel and stuff like that happens personally. But then when you have maybe some accounts not working out or, you know, we didn't do our job well, um, again, we're not perfect. Um, but the key to all this is don't quit, keep pushing. And, um, you know, good things happen. They do. Um, you know, we're not perfect. I'm not saying we're perfect now. It, um, it still sometimes feels, feels lonely, but it's, it's a little more on a, uh, on a different scale. Right. Cause now it's like, okay, man, you're the CEO. Now you've got, you know, 35, 40 plus people, you know, um, more possibly coming depending. So, you now the responsibility now is a lot bigger than what it was before. Um, but it's a responsibility I'm willing to take on and uh, I'm excited about.
0: So, And with you taking on that experience, do you think that, do you sometimes wish like, Oh, I wish I was like in this seat versus the, in all the responsibility or are you just happy to be that person?
1: You know a little bit of everything, man. You know I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know the responsibilities of a CEO. I'm still learning. Uh, I'm, I'm a young CEO. I mean, I, I or, or owner. Um, you don't realize. You don't realize how much influence and how much, how much responsibility you actually have until you grow business business. Uh, you know, to a point where we're at, right? Because you know now it's not just the staff that that depends on you, but you know, you got families, right? So now that you got a hundred people, right. That, that depend on blue commercial cleaning, um, uh, you know, for their lives, you know, for their livelihoods out there, day in and day out, you know, the opportunities, what kind of opportunities are we, are we presenting to our, to our staff? So, uh, it's an ongoing project, you know, um, you know, it's funny cause I heard a line one day, I forgot who it was, but someone said something like, you know, I'm a CEO because I was giving, you know, the, uh, uh, the attributes right and personality and strengths uh, but sometimes I wonder man why did I become a CEO because <laughs> there is it's a, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but man it takes a lot of it takes great responsibility uh, to really take on this role and just ensuring that obviously you know when you have staff underneath you it's it's very important that uh, um, we communicate with them and ensure that we provide those opportunities day in and day out you know so that they come in to work happy uh, healthy and, and excited to come in.
0: Well, you can tell, I mean, even from just looking at your website or your social media pages that like the people, the praise of the people that you have by your side is your focus. I mean, from even things that are, as you know, somebody might think is as little as like somebody's, you know, one year work anniversary or something like that, or, um, things that they've, they've done is, uh, I'm sure is huge. I mean, I'm sure people appreciate the, the love that you have for the people that work with you.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that again, it goes back to, um, you know, kind of discussing what we talked about earlier is that, uh, in our industry, it's tough. It's tough because, you know, we have work sites all over the place, right. And it's tough to have everybody together. And so that's why we use, you know, technology, whether it's platforms or social media to ensure that, you know, we're giving, you know, props to everybody out there that are part of the, uh, the movement here at blue, right. To make sure that, you know, we consistently be that influencer or the leader, um, you know, to assist our peers, but also our clients and anyone who's maybe starting even a business. I mean, we get, you know, we get requests sometimes about how to price out and, you know, who do we talk to and stuff like that, um, you know, from, from obviously from uh, uh, our peers. But, you know, also people just wanting to be a part of the, uh, the blue crew, as they call us, you know. All right. uh, they want to, you know, want to be a part of it. Are we hiring? Um, and so we kind of made it a point now for us is that we don't really want to just go out to get business, to get business. We have shifted our model where we need to basically focus on businesses or clients that, that are, uh, they're going to be a good fit, you know, cause we're not a good fit for everyone and not everyone's a good fit for us. So I think once you build that, um, you get that talent coming in, right? And they start asking, "Oh, how do I be a part of that?" and so forth. But you know, we again, it's always about the people. We want to make sure that uh, we provide the communication, give them props, high fives. Um, you know, we're, you know, giving them incentives. We're we're rolling out as well now. Uh, with it's bonuses, slight bonuses, commissions, stuff like that. So we're always working towards uh, making a change and making sure that uh, people don't see us just as a cleaning company.
0: That's great. And a little bit of a shift here, where you know, you talk about the clients that you guys serve i mean i've seen on your website you have of course the cleaning services and then you also have kind of the restoration side and there's a whole lot that goes into both of those did you always kind of have that uh restoration or did it start out as with just the cleaning
1: so it started off with the cleaning uh yeah, so we started off with cleaning, um, and then a few years ago, we, just, we decided to get a, a restoration service going. Because uh, as they always say, right, listen to your customers because they'll help you innovate um, and kind of pivot a bit, right? But um, we felt that was a great opportunity uh, to assist, you know, uh, clients in case there's any uh, other issues uh, they have besides cleaning. And to be honest, I mean, it is right, it, it's in our wheelhouse. At the end of the day, it's, it's really extracting water, uh, remediate mold. Um, and ensuring that that property is back up to par where it needs to be. So, um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like we were opening up a restaurant or a candy shop, uh, totally outside of our jurisdiction. We just felt that was a perfect uh, segue, a perfect complement to what we're doing with our with our cleaning company. And um, you know, that's been actually a, a big help uh, uh, to create you know that one source for for a client.
0: Well, I think I'd, that kind of coincides with. Any people that I've talked to about that run a business is that one, they're successful because they have a problem that they want to solve. They want to get better at solving that problem. And I'm sure when you were, you know, out on job sites, you, you seen all like, whether it was mold or fire things, situations that had to be restored, you're probably like, whoa, this is something that I could solve. This is something I could add to my service. I'm assuming
1: absolutely absolutely at the end of the day it's always it's problem solving um and always listen i i think i you know i can't stress that enough i always tell our our staff is that we always have to listen um and uh really listen to what our clients are, are asking for because it could be a moment two seconds they can say something and it just catches you um and there you go there's a there's a solution that you're going to solve um and we're always doing that with our clients um And, you know, the remediation just came about and we're just like, wow, we just keep hearing that over and over and over again where um, it's hard to find a a, a company that can do the cleaning in case we also have remediation issues instead of having five different vendors. Right. So um, that's always huge. So we're always uh, proactively and we're always listening. We're always uh, making sure to ask if there's anything else, obviously, we can provide for our clients. But, you know, at the same time, we need to be a little bit more ahead of the game and catch those issues first uh, before they catch them and, and, and uh, obviously have a, a solution for it.
0: So what's that consultation process like? Because I'm sure when somebody reaches out to you, you, you kind of have a lot of things you'll need to go through to make sure that you're getting everything that they need.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we always want to make sure we, we speak to our clients uh, and, uh, and meet with them, right? Uh, we always love to do walkthroughs. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that we see, uh, you know, ask a tons of questions, right? what have they done in the past uh, to alleviate some of these issues that they've had. And, you know, at the end of the day, you, you're, you're just, they're giving out basically all the information you're needing. And from that point on, when you receive all that information, it's our job really to look at the resources, the tools, right. the services that we have and really make that a compliment um, to ensure that we can provide a solution for our clients. Right. It could be anything from, Hey, you know, do uh, you do carpet cleaning, power washing, or it could also be um uh, you know, product supply inventory it could be, hey, pricing. Um, it could also just be ensuring that the client understands what cleaning is about. Because, uh, uh, unfortunately, in our industry, it um, looks like a lot of us just go out there to clean. Let's just clean. Let's get a price. Let's clean. Um, and it becomes commoditized, right? And so at that point, you know, what makes you stand out? how do you, How is it that you're going to help a client? Because maybe at the end of the day, it's not really the cleaning aspect of it. It's more the communication aspect of it. it could be the support system aspect of it right It could be the vendor support that we have that can maybe you know take on uh, some of the issues that some of these bigger clients are having. So you know we're lear- we're learning a lot Ed, along the way and uh, you know so for us in order to keep achieving and, and, and reaching the goals that we really want to get to is that we do have to take that approach and that's what the industry needs. everybody needs to really uh, truly listen to our clients and, and uh, obviously solve the issues. You know, we learn from failures, we failed, we've had our problems, um, and we keep learning from them. And that's how we're improving our processes, our systems to ensure that we keep that consultative approach for our clients.
0: Is there a, a moment or a failure you can kind of share with me that you're like, wow, that was like probably one of my biggest learning experiences?
1: Oh, man. If you're ton- willing to share. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's a ton of them. I mean, it, you know, for, uh, I mean, for me, uh, you know, we can go back to, you know, um, you know servicing clients, right? Um, sometimes, uh, you know, the shifts, the, uh, the overnight shifts or some of these shifts can be a little, you know, uh, a little difficult, uh, just because it really takes a certain character, right. To, to take on that kind of role, but also, uh, the training aspect of it, where maybe we didn't do our the job, you know, the best job in the world to make that happen. Right. So, um, you know, uh, it, it just, it really has to do with, um, understanding where blue commercials at and where we're going with it and making sure that those people also align with our goals and values because um, again sometimes people just come in for a paycheck or they just want to you know obviously get a, a uh just their money's worth and so and so forth but again i would like to stress that this is a lifestyle and so um it's very important that you know we 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 look for the individuals that are really going to be part of the movement and really fit our culture and mold uh as to what we're trying to accomplish so um, you know there's there's always everything there's you know uh, it could be from staffing it could be from service but uh, it could be from equipment not doing maintenance checks and you know our you know our, our our carpet extracting machine you know breaks down and all of a sudden what's going to happen right Customer wants solutions they don't really care what what's going on out there if the machine breaks down because that's our that's obviously our our job so uh, but you know again we're very relatable I mean that's the big thing for us is that you know we keep improving. Uh, on our, on our processes and, and mistakes, obviously, and make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a learning experience. It's fun. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, like I tell our guys that make the mistake, as, as they say, fail fast and, and keep moving.
0: Yeah. And I guess with like, let's say, it, do you kind of have a, a client that is like the majority of the time that you get, I know you have a lot of services that you provide for the problems that there are, but like, what are the majority of the clients or businesses that come to you for your help?
1: Well, a lot of specialty, a lot of specialty, uh, uh, assistance. I mean, it goes back to the mold remediation, right? Um, also, uh, you know, day-to-day, uh, janitorial. Um, one thing we've been doing is, uh, really trying to seek a, uh, a way to, um, fulfill our clients needs in a timely manner. Uh, because sometimes what happens is, um, you know, clients will ask, Hey man, I need it tomorrow. <laughs> you know,
0: so <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: How, how do we bring that solution to the table? Right. Um, uh, which we've been doing a great job of, but um, you know, that's an area where, where we, we're really uh, looking to improve on and keep continuing to improve on. But that also has to do with making sure we have proper staff, trained staff and so forth uh, which is always an ongoing project, always an ongoing improvement for us as well. So we can continue to be that, that company people can lean on us.
0: Do you guys do, do people ever reach out to you for events? Like they have a huge event that you need to get ready for and they're going to need your help to get this place ready to go.
1: Yeah. So we do a lot of, you know, a lot of events, uh, they'll call us up for post-event cleanups. Um, you know, there's also the, uh, the, the especially in the summer right now, a lot of post-construction work. So, you know, they'll ask us to do, you know, face cleanings where we can remove all the trash. Uh, we can do second tier cleaning where we remove uh, a lot of the heavy dust and then we'll do the, the last final touch cleaning. So, um, yeah, it varies. Everything that has to do with specialized stuff, whether it's post-construction, carpet extraction, floor care services, stripping and waxing, uh, towel and grout cleaning, uh, water extraction, power washing, uh, is really an area where, um, uh, we feel like we can obviously uh, make an impact out there and assist in our clients.
0: That's pretty cool. Cause, uh, I always love, uh, a type of career or a job where there's always something new. And uh, when I used to be a roofer, the best thing was I would, you know, when I'd get done with one house. It was to the next and like completing another project and being able to like see it all kind of come together. And when I was on your Instagram, I saw those before and after photos and I'll, and they seem to get a lot of reactions. Like those are pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, a lot of, a lot of people like to see it cause then they believe right. And, uh, so the before and after pictures are always great. And um, you know, that, that's just to show, obviously, you know, our, uh, our, uh, our uh, basically our viewers out there, see what exactly what we're doing. Um, but we like to put a little bit fun stuff in there as well, um, uh, especially when it comes down to, you know, whether it's our staff, uh, whether it's anything that has to do with a certain day out of the week, but uh, the before and after pictures are always huge. We just don't want to overload them with over, before and after pictures, right? Sure. Because, I mean, how many before and after pictures of, 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 a, of, a, uh, of a carpet can yeah, you see? Yeah. So i always looking to change it up, you know, here and there. But those are always great to uh, throw in there because it does make an impact and people really understand what we're about.
0: Is there ever – I know you guys are always working on new stuff, but is there ever any services or uh, equipment that you're looking to uh, acquire in the near future? Like is there anything they're kind of working on? right now?
1: Ah, uh, see, there goes those secrets, Ed, man. Yeah. You can't go out all the secrets, right? <laughs> yeah, no. sure. No, we always do. We always, we're always looking uh, ahead. We're always, uh, you know, one of our core values here is being innovative, right? And so, um, you know, what else is out there that we can improve on? Uh, whether it's equipment, whether it's techniques, whether it's educational. Um, one thing we always talk about here is, is what are we doing outside of our workplace to become better leaders, right? And to you know, bring more creative ideas and, and more techniques or different techniques and so forth. So you have to be a student of the game, just like, you know, I am for my role. Um, we always stress here that everybody should be a student uh, of the game in their role as well. So whether it's in sales, marketing, accounting, whatever it may be, even, uh, you know, our technicians, we don't really call them janitors or cleaners. We call them splash technicians. Cause that's what we do. We clean over the craft and, and we're always improving on, on our ways to do things um, uh, overall. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we just, you want to make it fun.
0: Totally, man. And so I want to kind of ask you a little bit about, because I know you said, so you do not um, call your workers janitors. When you first reached out to me, you talked about one of the changes that you wanted to make to the industry. And that was the stigma on cleaning, on cleaners. And I guess what, what are kind of the movements that you've been making or stuff that you want to work on to make sure you continue on that path?
1: Well, we're always working on making sure that uh, um, in order for us not to be just, you know, looked upon as, as, a, as a cleaner, right, for example, is that we also, we, we need to obviously improve uh, our training grounds, right, um, and the tools and resources, you know, for our technicians to continue improving on their techniques um, and the educational portion of it as well um, because, there's a different element as well. We're not just there to clean. I, I we always say cleaning is is is, a, is an aspect of our service, but you know, there's a lot more that's you know, there's a lot to be said for you know, uh, customer service, right? Communication. Always be open. Get to know your clients. You know, get to know what their needs are. Uh, always take that consultative approach. You know, uh, be the expert uh, while you're on site. Be that shoulder to lean on. Uh, go the extra mile. Uh, do the best you can every day. And so. Um, we're always looking to see how we can improve areas um, as far as you know, bringing those tools and resources to them, whether it's going to different sites and get them educated for carpet cleaning, get them certified for areas. Um, because and truly, and that's, that's exactly what we want to do. We want to make sure that everybody here uh, is a technician uh, that cleans with a craft and that they're fully um, educated, uh, obviously uh, taught, trained, uh, to the best of our ability within our company. So that they, at the end of the day, they are the face, right? They are the extension of our company, of myself, management. Um, But they're also, there are leaders out there, you know? And that's kind of what we need uh, to change out there is that, you know, we're not just cleaners. We're not here to clean, man. We clean with a craft. We're experts. Um, It is skilled labor, um, you know, because it does take uh, quite a skill uh, to take on certain jobs, you know, especially when you're out there trying to uh, extract water for, for three or four hours, right? Or, you know, Clean up a tub that's just full of, uh, you know, hard water stains. Even toilets, right? That takes that takes also uh, technique. You know, degreasing kitchens and restaurants and so forth. So again, we're not there just clean to clean, but uh, we're, we're really trying to uh, make this position a little more than just uh, sweeping and mopping
0: per se. Well, because you're really you're you're working with your employees on giving them and helping them gain skills so that. Even if someday they they move on from from blue commercial cleaning or whatever happens, like they they have the skills to, I mean, be their own specialist, business owner, whatever it may be, and that's got to be the biggest difference between your company and maybe another.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and that's a great point. You know, the one thing that we we really are trying to do more of, and uh, you know, we're always looking to improve, right? But the one thing we always talk about is. You know, you hear the saying, uh, you see it on the internet or on LinkedIn, I think I see it all the time. Like uh, the CFO and the CEO speak, right? And they say, hey, the CFO says, hey, what if we train them and they leave? And the CEO says, well, what if we don't train them and they state, right? Hey, so,
0: that's great. <laughs>
1: you know, So what we want to do is, the one thing we always talk about here is we're very transparent. We want to help everybody in the system in every way possible because at the end of the day, uh, whether anything should happen, whether at Blue or within their, uh, you know, their lives is that they're marketable, right? And that their the transition to go into a different company um, is going to be a lot easier because they've gone through the grind, they've gone through all the education, they've gone through the training. They, you know, they're that technician that we've uh, so much are, are pushing, right? We've got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong; we're nowhere near where we want to be, um, but we're we're pushing, we're grinding. Um, we want to make sure that you know, everybody here is well taken care of, uh, whether it's here at Blue, or if there's something else that, that, that comes, you know, uh, on their plate in their lives, because, you know, things change, right, in a heartbeat. So they need to be prepared as well. So again, we always talk about it. it's a lifestyle. You know, life is entrepreneurship, right? So, you know, our job is not only to provide um, opportunities here for paycheck, right, but we're also, we want to teach life. We want we to want, talk about life, especially like through my experiences that don't quit, you know, it's tough as it is already. Um, but the more you, you grind it out and the more you, you try to improve on yourself, um, the easier it gets, especially when obstacles come your way. Uh, it's just something that you just push through.
0: Yeah. And that's something I wouldn't have really known about because in a lot of what whether it's sales or certain jobs is there's a consultative consultation part to the business. And I want to have, you know, I want to thought about that because when you guys have a job you need to do, the person who is hiring you for the job, they're, they think a place maybe just needs to be clean or they think it just needs something specific. But then I'm sure a lot of times when your guys and gals come onto the site, they're like, okay, there's a lot more here than we thought. This is what we're going to actually have to do. And it's like you said, it's, it's not just cleaning. Like, yes, my job is I'm coming to clean this or restore it. But like, I'm coming to figure out what it needs to be. And if I wasn't here, it would take you a lot more time to just clean it.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, the one thing we always talk about here is being solution based, right? Always bring solutions to the table. Uh, There are no excuses, just results. Um, You know, that's one thing we always push is that, you know, they have to think for themselves, right? Um, It's not always going to be perfect. Uh, and the beauty of it is that that's what teaches character, right? It teaches everybody to take initiative, be proactive, uh, be a result-oriented individual. Um, but once you do that here, you know, within our firm, I mean, that's something you take outside as well, right? Because, <laughs> you know, you got you to come up with results as well back at home, you know? Um, and that's what we're trying to really uh, instill is that at the end of the day, this is a lifestyle um, and that everybody needs to be that. That individual. So, uh, to bring solutions, be result oriented, be proactive, right? And no excuses, you know, because at the end of the day, we all have excuses. You know what separates us from the next company, right? So,
0: yeah. And talking about thinking for themselves, I was rolling on your page, and I seen the advances. Like after I got looked at your page, I learned a ton in the cleaning industry, and I seen this big contraption on a a building cleaning the windows mm-hmm. and thinking for themselves, do you think that we'll ever get to the point where technology will exceed, um, the person or do you think that like getting like it'd be impossible to get rid of human discretion?
1: I, you know, I still think there's a human element, although, you know, there's strides, man, there are, there are strides out there. We read it all the time about how uh, technology is, is, is making headwaves waves now in this industry and, uh, um, you know, how it's not going to, how it's going to eliminate right. The, uh, the individual of, 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 uh, doing the work because we see that. I mean, we've seen, uh, we've been at clients places where we've been doing some overnight projects and you see a, uh, an automatic floor scrubber just going back <laughs> and forth these hallways, man. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? But it, it is happening. Um, it, it is happening. It's going to happen, but I still, you still need the human element though. Um, I still think it's, this is a, uh, this is still a, uh, friendly personable business where you still need to have that connection at face-to-face right um it's not something that's automated because at the end of the day um we, we still need to communicate with our clients right remember the consultative approach yes the equipment will probably do some of the work but you still need the human element you know the character uh, that shoulder to lean on if you have any questions so and stuff like that but um you know we'll adapt if it comes to that point ed right yes oh yeah <laughs> That's what you always have to do. You got to always keep that in mind, right? Uh, Industry shift and you got to be ready to pivot and, and, uh, and move, you know, when you have to. But
0: uh, we're keeping an eye on it. But trust me. Totally, man. So th- this has been great. I, I've learned a ton about your business and uh, I'm sure there's so much more I don't know about it and the, and the services that you have. But for anybody that would need your services or want to join Blue Commercial, where can people find you?
1: Oh, thanks. Uh, Blue Commercial Cleaning. Uh, basically, uh, has, uh, various sites where you guys can visit. Uh, you can look us up at blue cleaning on Instagram, uh, blue cleaning also on Twitter, uh, blue commercial cleaning on Facebook, visit our website, www.bluecleaning.com. That's blue with no E. Um, and, uh, yeah, just look at our sites and, uh, you can always reach out to us for any needs or, uh, any, uh, any questions that we can answer. We'll be more than happy to help.
0: All right, great. Well, thanks again. and. Uh... Good luck with everything.
1: Thanks, Ed. You're the man. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time. You got it. Take care.